The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Quirky Dog Podcast, inspired by some of the quirkiest dogs you can ever imagine and the owners who love them. This podcast is brought to you by the quirky couple themselves, Scott and Jess Williams. Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, we've done a whole other year of podcasts. We're closing up 2023 with Dog of the Year. And this year, I'm super, super proud to announce that we have Harper Justice, who is an eight-year-old junior handler. That's like so touching at my heartstrings. And her five-year-old Australian Shepherd T as Dog of the Year. But first, before we get into our interview with them, we're going to start with the quirky tip of the day. All right, my quirky tip, you guys, is to support Team Harper and to support junior handlers. There'll be a link in the podcast description. They have these awesome shirts. They have T-shirts and hoodies. They come in a bunch of different colors. I'm going to be ordering like crazy after that we're done filming. Um, So check those out. If you want to support Team Harper or if you want to support junior handlers, which is a very important thing to do in our dog world these days, please check out the shirts in the link description. So you guys, without further ado, welcome. T is with you. Look at all these ribbons. It's so good to have you on. Hello. Hey. (laughs) So Harper, when did you get started with dogs? When I was three. Three years old? Yes. So that picture where she is wearing the yellow dress, how old is she there? That was her first show ever. Oh my gosh. Okay. We have to show that. Chrissy, you got to pull up um, picture six. That is the cutest thing ever when you were doing your grandma's dog tea and you have that little yellow dress on. So she's like three there. She's three. And so that big she has the rainbow ribbon in that picture and yeah. that's actually the ribbon that the best junior handler got out of the competitive class it was a 16 year old girl and she gave that ribbon to harper as a present for her first ever show oh my god that ribbon and has it to this day that is so cool that is awesome so that's frankie and you started confirmation with frankie right mm-hmm. yeah. and frankie is your grandma's dog is that right am i remembering this correctly Okay, so Frankie is obviously a tri-colored Aussie. How long did you show Frankie before you started showing other dogs? Until last year. Until last year. Okay, and then T came into your life kind of recently, right? Yeah. Okay, and how did that happen? How long have you guys been competing? Yeah, and you guys do a great job. I want to make a, a note here that, like, you're not competing just against other kids, right? Like, let people know. I mean, there's a lot of adults out there. True? Yeah. Yeah. Are you normally the youngest person competing when you're at a show? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, one of a few, I assume, for confirmation. All right. So tell me in a nutshell, you don't have to get super specific, but tell me kind of what confirmation is for you, what it looks like. Like, what does it mean to you? Kind of just, it doesn't have to be super, um, super intense and super scientific. But like, what do you think of when you think of confirmation? If you explain it to your friends, what would you say it's like? (laughs) It's what? What do you do when you do confirmation? Do you show your dog to the judge? Yeah. Tell her? Uh, You run around, you run around, you run around the ring. Go around the ring and answer questions, right? Yep. So what kind of questions does the judge ask you normally? How old is she dog? What she dog's name? 
Okay. And what does she do? Because the judge comes over and like looks at the dog. So what kind of things is the judge looking for in confirmation when she comes over and checks tea or whatever dog you're handling out? What does the dog judge touch? It's back. Mm-hmm. The back. Yep. And she looks in his mouth sometimes, right? Yep. Yeah. And then um, she feels in the back, make sure that he's all ready and ready to rock. <laughs> Um, so let's show that video real quick, Chrissy, because some of our listeners and viewers may not even know what confirmation is, or they may just think of this one movie called Best in Show. So I just want to show a quick video of you guys actually doing confirmation at a show so people kind of get a general idea of what it looks like, okay? okay. All right, we're going to do that super quick. So just for the people that didn't understand what it looked like, I just wanted them to or see. Or maybe people are listening and not watching. Yeah. Um, so basically, you run around the ring. The judge is looking at the dog. And then the judge releases you to watch the dog gate again. Is that kind of how it works? Yes. Okay. And um, like, is that the whole program? Like, was that pretty much your whole shot out there? What was shown in that video? I know you didn't see the whole thing, but it's like a minute to a minute and a half. Is that pretty much your whole go? Yep. Okay. So do you get nervous when that's happening or how do you feel during the whole thing? Okay. <laughs> well, you look great. Yeah. Good, yeah. And the dog moves. Good movement. Good the movement. dog moves lovely. And I guess that's part of confirmation that some people don't realize is you have to move a certain way to make the dogs move a certain way. And you handle a lot of people's dogs. You don't just handle T. I mean, you've handled a lot of dogs in the ring at this point. So you kind of, do you change the way you move based on the dog you're handling? Yes. Okay. And um, are you just really able to like run and get the dog trotting properly? Do you focus on that, you know, with practice dates before? How do you do it when it's not your dog and it's somebody else's dog? How do you practice? I practice by letting them tell you what, what how fast I have to run to like show the dog. Okay. So sometimes depending on how the dog gates, you might have to increase your speed to make the dog look how it should. Yes. And then when you're having the judge inspect the dog and stuff, do you have a cookie there? Like, how do you get the dog to stabilize itself when it's stacked, when the judge is checking the dog out? I use a treat sometimes. 
Okay. And um, then the judge just does what they need to do. They release you to run and everything else. So T is super well behaved in the ring. I assume sometimes the dogs are a little rambunctious, right? I mean, like some dogs are a little bit crazy in the ring, right? Have you ever handled a crazy dog? Have you ever handled? All right. Let's, <laughs> you handled dogs that are a little bit crazier than T. So does that get stressful for you? I mean, does it get hard when the dog is really excited? Yes. <laughs> but T, T, he's a good boy. So they had some pretty big accomplishments this year, Taylor, if you could. And I don't think I even officially introduced Harper's mom. I'm sorry. This is also Taylor Justice sitting here. Taylor, T, and Harper. But Harper was the one I really wanted to focus on here with T. What types of stuff did they accomplish this year? Because I wrote you months ago and said, hey, I want to run T as dog of the year. I love what they're doing. Um, I just think this is a really good way to go for the dog of the year. So can you talk about some of their accomplishments this year? Yeah, so Harper's a little too young for the competitive class for AKC junior handling. So she shows in their peewee program, which is non-competitive. So instead, we kind of found a loophole and she shows, like you said, against the adults. And she shows in the breed ring. Um, she has gotten three group threes, uh, owner handler herding group three. So Harper fully owns T with his co-owners. I don't own him. It's her dog. <laughs> Um, she's gotten a group second and she's won an owner handler herding group and they are halfway to their grand champion in AKC. And she made the first cut at our national specialty for best of breed, which is a really big deal. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I just got chills when you said that. So for the confirmation people who are familiar with this sport, I mean, we're talking about some pretty big accomplishments and some pretty, pretty big credentials. Are the people that you compete with the adults, are they pretty friendly normally? Yes. Yeah. And does everyone just love you? Are you just everyone's favorite when you come to a show? Does everyone get excited because Harper's there? Probably. Nope. <laughs> yes. She does not understand the full capacity of how much support she yeah. has. Nobody's trying to trip you or anything at this point. Yeah. And um, the judges, how do the judges, how are they with you? Are they pretty supportive? Yeah, I want to show the quick picture here, um, number two, Chrissy, because your mom sent me this cute picture where the judge is actually, like, high-fiving you after a show and everything else. But, I mean, this is the big leagues. You're competing against adults. You're qualifying for, you know, different levels of competition that very well-bred dogs through all, through all parts of the country, you know, want to attain. So this is really exciting. This is some big stuff. Do you get nervous when it's a bigger event or something like that, or does that change? Yeah, you get nervous for a big event. And and those, it depends. I used to compete at the regionals in Frisbee, and I would always get very nervous when I was young, too. Because that's also what's cool to me is I started in dogs when I was super young, too. And you have, like, a five-year history now of doing dog sports, which is totally awesome. Like, you're becoming a veteran pretty early here. Yeah. Harper's got you beat, I think, <laughs> as far as starting. Well, I know. I didn't start when I was three. I was just playing with puppies then. So I want to talk a little bit about what you do beyond confirmation, too, because you've been competing in a lot of dog sports with, you know, various dogs. So you do, I think you do some dock diving. Is that right? Yep. Okay. And then what else? Do you do anything else? I play frisbee. Oh, you do? Oh, you're really pulling at my heartstrings now. And I saw that you even cleaned up the discs for the period of incredible dog challenge. You like ran out and helped all the competitors this year. Did you do? Yeah, you did a very good job at that. You guys live pretty close to Purina Farms. Am I right? Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of a nice venue to be able to go and do dog sports and dog shows and everything else all the time. So between disc and confirmation and dock diving, 
What what do you like most? And you can be honest. Showing. Showing? You really like showing most? Yeah. Do you like the dressing up part and all of it? Or what's your favorite part of it? My favorite part is like dressing up because there's certain outfits that I'm allowed to wear. Yeah, yeah. Well, you look very, very cute in those outfits. And it's very fun to watch you run around the wing. And your movement is very good. So do you go to like classes for confirmation? How did you learn how to become a handler? I go to my class, Christie's, and she sometimes when my dog Tisla there. Um, I use her dogs. And what her, kind of dogs? What kind of dogs does she have? Vishlas. Vishlas are not easy dogs to deal with. <laughs> so, how often do you go to Christie's class? Like once no. a week. Weekly. We go weekly. 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 Okay. So that's kind of, is that pretty much where you learned to do what you do in the ring? Yes. Okay. And um, as far as confirmation goes, have you guys traveled much yet for it? Or you mostly are showing locally? Mostly at Purina. Yeah. It's a great venue. You really, uh, you approximated yourself very closely to that situation. But even that building alone, I mean, they've always been hosting big events in Missouri, but it's kind of an intimidating venue. I mean, it's really big and it's, it's a quite a large venue to show at. So um, how many times a year would you say roughly you compete at that venue in Purina? Probably every other weekend we're over at Purina. <laughs> you are a busy little bee. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of good experience. I know. I don't have any experience in the show ring, but I... If you couldn't I, tell. <laughs> I know that a lot of uh, people do not show their own dogs. They have a professional handler show their dog because the handler can make the dog look good. And uh, if you go around there and you're not walking at the... Or, you know, going at the right gate or whatever, it's not going to help the dog, you know? So you're getting some good experience and you're going to have people wanting you to show all their dogs for them. Especially since you like dressing up. It's perfect. Yeah. How many dogs total would you say roughly that you've handled um, in a competitive setting at this point? 20. 20 is a lot of dogs. That's amazing. So since you were three until now, you turned eight kind of recently, you've mostly been doing confirmation. Um, what else did you do this year in dock diving? Because I knew that you did some stuff that was kind of out of the ordinary this year. And you and your mom can explain that to me. I don't keep up with anything. I just see little things come up on Facebook. And then I'm like, oh, good. More things that Harper can tell us about. So Harper competed at the Northwest, North Central region regional for NAD. Um, they don't place the juniors at that competition. They just get an invite to nationals. And out of 30 junior handlers, Harper placed eighth with wow. Brayburn, one of our other Aussies. And she was the youngest competitor in the junior handler division. That's amazing. That's awesome. So did you get nervous at that event as well? Or it, dock diving is a little more laid back? A little bit nervous. A little bit, yeah. Well, I, I don't think you have anything to be nervous about. I think you show the dogs lovely, and um, you're doing just great stuff out there. And the rip-ins and everything don't matter as much as, like, the bond you have. Like, you and T on the couch, you guys cuddle together. What kinds of stuff do you do outside of confirmation, like, when you're just hanging out with him at the house? Do you guys have some things you like to do? Play outside. Yeah. <laughs> Does he do any Frisbee or no? No. Disc. <laughs> we call it disc. It's very, we don't say the F word anymore. I said I wasn't swearing. It's only disc now moving forward. But you just play outside with whatever. You just run around and have fun. 
Yep. How do your friends feel about all this dog stuff? What do your friends think? They think you're famous. Yes. Do your friends think you're famous? Yeah. That's kind of stressful to have to be famous for your friends. My my friends always say you have to be rich if you want to be famous. (laughs) Well, those don't always come hand in hand, but maybe one day you will be. Most importantly, we just want you to enjoy the journey right now at this point. And you guys have quite a few dogs there. Your mom breeds and everything, too. So tell me a little bit about that, like raising puppies, having dogs around. Tell me a little bit about your life and what that looks like. I mean, I assume, did you guys have dogs when Harper was born? Yes. Okay. So there, um, there have been when dogs. Harper, when Harper was two and a half, she actually broke her leg. Um, she had a pretty bad fracture of her tib fib and had to be in a full leg cast right when she started walking. Um, and conveniently, we had a litter of puppies at the same time, and we would just put her in the whelping box <laughs> to cuddle with the puppies, and she would be very entertained by that. <laughs> That's so perfect. She's been involved with dogs ever since she was, she went to her first agility competition when she was three months old. <laughs> That's so funny. That is crazy. Looks like that leg healed up nice because uh, <laughs> yeah. no problem running around. Yeah. Do you have any problems with the leg now or it's fine? Yeah, it looked, you look good. You move really well. You move awesome. So most people hate the dressing up part of confirmation. What other stuff about it do you enjoy? I mean, obviously now you can look at a dog and see if it's stacked properly and everything else. What, what do you like when you look at the sport and you're co- competing in it? Grooming and brushing the dogs. Oh, grooming. Uh, people don't like that either. See, you like all the things that everyone hates about confirmation, Dr- dressing up and brushing them. So do you do a lot of the grooming yourself? Yes. That's amazing. And do you learn about that in Christy's class as well? No. No. <laughs> that's, that's a mom one. That's mom's lessons. <laughs> yeah. Do the Aussies need specific like cuts and everything for the ring? Do you need to like do any trimming? Just minor trimming. Okay. We haven't seen her with the scissors yet, but. (laughs) So mostly it's just like actual brushing and everything else. And you do that multiple times a day, even at a competition, right? Like we want that coat looking as shiny and beautiful as possible to be getting the results you're getting. Yep. Weekly baths. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do the baths also? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. it's nice to have a backup. All right, we're going to go to break super quick. And uh, when we get back, we're going to talk more about Harper and T. My name is Christy Shaw, and I'm Harper's confirmation trainer. And uh, she has a lovely Australian shepherd named T that she uses in the juniors. And one of the nicest things about T is what a patient dog he is. He has the ability to go round and round over and over and over so that Harper can practice. What sets Harper apart as a junior handler is a tremendous love for the dogs. However, I think that all of the juniors love the dogs, but Harper's love is able to transfer down the lead to the dog. She's very soft, she's kind, she's gentle, Uh, Her love comes through that lead, and she can handle any dog. Uh, She handles my beachless for me, and the one that she loves the best is the most difficult one to handle. But Starlight absolutely adores Harper. Um, I think it's a natural gift, but uh, I also think that it's one um, 
that is developed to a certain extent through the amount of time and patience that she has with the dogs. Hi, I'm Aaliyah. Um, I just wanted to say congrats, Harper and T, for all your hard work. You guys are turning out to be a really great team. Um, I love to see you guys cuddle in the ring. It's so cute. Um, I can't wait to see what's next. Go Team Harper! Hi, my name is Caitlin, and this is my dog, Kite. We just wanted to send a congratulations to Harper and T for all of their hard work this year. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations, Harper! Congratulations, Harper and T. You guys are such an amazing team, and I am so proud to know you guys. Um, so keep it up, and, and y'all are awesome. Hi, I'm Harper's Mimi. Go Harper, go T. You do such a great job. I am here with Kino to congratulate Harper and T on all of their successes. They are such an incredible team, and I am so excited to see where Harper's dog sport journey takes. Okay, all right, we're back from break. So I want to talk to you guys because we're just ending 2023 here. Um, going into 2024, what kind of plans do you guys have? What's on the docket for as we head into the next year for Harper, for T, for everything going on in your lives? So Harper will be officially competitive for junior handlers in, uh, in June of this year. So she'll be able to do her first competitive ASCA shows. Um, our first one's in August. And then our first competitive show of the year is going to be towards the end of January. And her and T are signed up for that, along with Australian Shepherd Nationals. Wow, you got a lot of stuff going on. That's a lot. So when you're competing against juniors, I assume since you're one of the more advanced juniors in the country, maybe some of those other juniors might not have the same control of their dogs that the adults have. So do you find it more stressful sometimes when you're competing yeah. against the juniors? Yeah, yeah, I well, can imagine. I, I, it's probably their first time for most yeah, of them. Yeah, for some and of you're, them, you're yeah. You're coming in like a veteran now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, they get, do the other juniors get really nervous? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, you got to like show them the ropes and help them through. So how do you balance dogs and school and that whole situation? Like, I, I feel like you have a lot going on in your life. Do you feel like you're, you know, doing school and then dogs on the weekend and then back to school? Is it too much or it seems easy? Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, wait, if we had to get rid of school or dogs, which one would we get rid of? Cool. There you go. There you go. That's, that's the answer. You're right on the, you're right on the journey. So, um, have you had any events yet where you've had to miss a day of school, like a Friday because of a three day event or anything yet? Yeah. yeah so oh yeah. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> the, the, you get out of the pluses. school. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you get out of the school sit. Well, school will be there for a few more years. I hate to tell you, but it, it gives you a good basis and it gives you good full rounded experiences because if you just get down sucked into the crazy dog world, then you just become a crazy dog person super early on. But it seems like your hook that's line... already happening. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like <laughs> your hook line and sinker with the dogs. So tell us a little bit about um, the puppies. Cause I know you guys are still breeding. So when you have a litter of puppies, is that fun for you, Harper? Like, do you interact with the puppies? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite litter? Do you like the Moody's or the Aussies? What do you like? Moody's. Moody's yeah. <laughs> they got some character. They're strong. And they probably have quite a bit of drive when they're young, right? I mean, they like want to play with stuff and tug on your pants and everything. Yeah. So do you do that kind of stuff with them? You like introduce toys and help them with that kind of stuff? Yeah. We just throw her out in the yard with the puppies and then they all come in 20 minutes later exhausted. So, you know, this is the difference between uh, having a Malinois litter of puppies or a Moody litter of puppies. <laughs> like it might, yeah. be, might be a little more dangerous if it was a Malinois litter. Do you miss the puppies when they go to their new homes? Yeah. Yeah, but you keep in touch with them, I assume. 
and everybody sends you updates. Yeah. So what do you have for personal dogs? I know that you did some competing with Brayburn um, and Doc, and you did um, some confirmation with T. Do you yourself have any other personal dogs that you're handling or working on in different sports? Puffin. Who? Puffin, my dog. Puffin? Okay. Oh, and a Moody. Okay, see, we got all that. Now I see where the Moody love comes in. So what do you and Puffin do? Confirmation. Confirmation also. And Moody's probably, are they as popular in confirmation as Aussies? I assume not. No, we work very hard to get points. So points are determined off of how many dogs you beat at a show. Yeah. And there's not a lot in our area. Yeah. (laughs) That's when you're going to have to start getting on the road and traveling for the Moody confirmation shows. What about DISC? Who are you playing DISC with? Or what do you do with DISC? Uh, Poker. Okay. Poker? Tell her who poker is. Pokers are my, our friend's dog. What kind of breed is poker? Ozzy. No, he's a border collie. <laughs> he's a border collie. So he's a little, he's got some drive. So do you have fun when you're doing the disc stuff? Is it fun for you? Do you learn like about the different throws and all that? Yes. Yeah, I saw you too. Some of the, was it the Japanese junior handlers that came in? Who were you hanging out with at some of these local competitions? Was it a Japanese person? Was it a Japanese competitor? Yeah. He was Chinese. Okay, he was Chinese. What was his name? No, no. Yeah, so you have like friends now from all over the world that are doing similar dog sports to you. It's really interesting and exciting. Now you get a connection in China next time you want to shoot over there for a competition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can start your international travel. So for you, Harper, when you look at your life, I don't really want to be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? But do you see yourself doing dogs, like moving forward? Like, does this seem like a path that you enjoy? Yes. Okay. And you would like to focus where most? Confirmation? Yes. Okay. And you don't really have any restrictions on what breeds that you'll handle. Like you've handled a myriad of breeds so far. You handle a lot of different dogs. Someone asked her to handle a deer hound. And I said, that might be a little too tall for her. Yeah. Yeah, You got to get her doing like the corgis and stuff because she has a good back and she's close to the ground. So it's easier. That's always... it's harder for her to pick up the dogs and put them on the table because she's just a little too short. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We're the corgis in the, are heavy, too. We're in the, yeah, in the corgis, <laughs> they may be aggressive, too. Talk about wild dogs to handle. Okay, so as far as breeds go, I know you've handled about 20 dogs, but you've probably done like seven breeds or so at this point, too. I mean, you have a pretty good breed variety, right? Yep. What's the hardest breed that you've handled so far? The Chinese Crested. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're pretty small. What was so difficult about that? I couldn't stack them. You couldn't, couldn't stack them? I couldn't stack them. You're just really wiggly or moving around a lot? Yeah. 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 I just kept spinning in circles and spinning in circles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have a mind of their own, those Chinese Crested. So owning dogs into the future, um, what breeds would you like to own most? Um, obviously, you're going to live with mom and dad for a while, but what are your breeds that you hope to own as you become an old lady like me. Huskies? There you go. Oh my gosh, you're getting crazy influence. <laughs> have, you, yeah. I don't have, know have, where she got this husky idea. Have but fun with the grooming. <laughs> <laughs> they are cute, but they're a lot. You could There could be some sled dogging with the huskies. What about the dogs you currently have? What's your favorite breed of the dogs you currently have that you would want to own later on? Dalmatians. Dalmatians? 
Do you guys have Dalmatians now? My husband has a, a token Dalmatian. That oh, okay. It's far away from the show ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you, I think Dalmatians are easier than Huskies, but with your experience, I think you'll be able to handle anything here moving forward. So as far as your um, competition experience and, you know, your friends and your people that support you and everything else, is it a good atmosphere? Like, do you like getting to a show and seeing people that you haven't seen for a while? What is that like for you? Exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Because you probably have friends from a lot of different places in the country at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they don't all live across from Purina Farms, so you don't see them <laughs> multiple times a month. So it gets exciting when they come in for a special show and everything else. Well, I think you're doing a great job. Taylor, is there anything that we missed um, as far as tea goes? Let's talk about tea a little bit as a dog because we're focusing a lot on Harper. And uh, while I love you, it's not kid of the year, it's dog of the year. So tell us a little bit about um, T and his personality um, from your perspective and your mom's perspective and everything else. So T was a pretty spontaneous decision. Frankie was a phenomenal dog for her to start with. But we realized that her skill set was progressing pretty rapidly and that it was just going to hinder her to be stuck in peewee. So we really needed a dog to get her in the breed ring so she could continue to develop those skills. Um, and we had actually gone through about three dogs, you know, do a trial, about a week trial to see if they worked well with Harper, if it was going to work well in our house um, before we came to tea. And she had tried to handle tea when she was probably six. And he was a little crazy and she was a little younger. Um, so we went back to Mari and said, hey, can we try him again? You know, she's a lot stronger now. She's a lot stronger handler. And it was phenomenal. I mean, she gated him down and back and it was like, this is the dog. Yeah. And he's just so easygoing and he loves her and he is just as happy going around that ring as he is going on a walk around the park. That's I mean, nice. you can just see it. That's nice. What are your favorite parts about uh, T Harper? He's a good boy. <laughs> you won't say that about your Husky. I'm glad that T's a good boy. <laughs> I want to show a few more pictures um, of Harper and T. So can we pull up four for me? And when you guys are moving around the ring, what do I call that? Gating? I should have brushed up on my confirmation technology. Okay, terminology. So this is when they're like doing that circle that you guys saw early on with gating. And then if you could pull up number one as well, there's a stacked photo of him. Um, and yeah, he is. He has a beautiful body. He's a beautiful dog. Um, he really, he really shows himself well. But he shows well because you show him well. Are you guys planning on doing any breeding with T? So he's up for stud. Um, Harper co-owns him with his breeder and with Mari, who we got tea from. Um, so that ball's in, in their court, but they have both told us that we, if we want a tea puppy in the future, if Harper wants a tea puppy in the future, that she can definitely get one okay. because she's done a lot with him. That's nice. Yeah, no, you guys have had a phenomenal year and just working together for a year and he's young. He's only five. You know, you have easily a decade left with him, hopefully, and probably many years of competition. So are you excited about the 2024 competition season? Do you get excited for the dog show weekends? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's always good snacks and there's always good camaraderie at dog shows. And are you showing dogs also, Taylor, when Harper's showing or you're just basically the mom that's supportive right now? Yeah, so I, I show the dogs sometimes, but mostly it's just being the cheerleader for Harper right now. <laughs> Which is a very important job. 
<laughs> if you want the dog to get the most points, you have to hand him off <laughs> to Harper. To yeah. Harper. Exactly, 100%. And I don't think Harper realizes, you know, she goes into the herding group and she doesn't realize, you know, what uh, accomplishment that is to just be in the group. Nonetheless, to win, you know, she wins the herding group and I'm bawling <laughs> and she's just, you know, hugging tea, thinking yeah. it's another trip around the ring. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. It's a very competitive group. Much As you know, now that you're doing the Moody's, the Aussies, especially the herding group overall, it's really a whole different ballgame. I want to show um, the picture of you and your mom and um, your grandma, too. That's number three. Because as we mentioned earlier, the tri dog was um, Frankie, which was your grandma, your Mimi's dog. And, you know, grandma, I assume, is very supportive of everything you're doing now with T as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does she come to a lot of your shows? Yeah. Well, this picture of the four of you um, is just super special. So I wanted to show that as well. And T is on a climb. He's like the poster child for climbs. You guys are big on pushing climbs over there. So if you guys ever see any of those viral posts going around that support Harper and her dogs with the climb platform, make sure you jump on board with that. Taylor, is there any other way um, that people can support Harper and T? I know that we're going to have the links for the shirts in the description. Obviously, if you ever see it or show, um, you know, say hi and Tell her what a great job she's doing. Any other things that you have pieces of advice for people being a mom of a junior handler? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just going out of your way to just even say hi um, to the junior handlers because, you know, they're put in this weird environment where they're surrounded by adults. And I love the adult handlers in the ring, but they can be very serious and very focused. Yeah. So for an eight-year-old that's very used to being in school and having that sort of atmosphere, it can be very intimidating. So just the handlers even saying hi to her, she's had handlers ask if she needs help with anything. And that just goes so far, something so small um, for a kid. And she really appreciates those things. And any junior handler at any competition, just going out of your way and, and saying hi to them and asking asking them about their dog really means a lot to them. Yeah. yeah. Probably the handlers that don't say hi to Harper are very intimidated by her. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh no, she's back. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to take the road. She's going to win. Us. Yeah. She's going to win the class. All right. Well, I'm really excited um, that we were able to showcase you and T. Anything else, Harper, that we missed that you want to say about T or competing or anything else? All right. Well, congratulations. I'm really glad that we had you on. I'm honored we had you on. We've had a big list of people on. We've had Petra Ford and her dog. We had um, Perry and Jess and their agility dogs. We had um, a really a, a competitive IGP guy on last year with his dog. So I was really excited to highlight not only a different sport confirmation this time and a different breed, an Australian Shepherd, but a junior handler. I think it's so important that we embrace the community of junior handlers. And things have made such a change over the past 30 years in dogs. You know, when I got into dogs, I was like the only kid out there. And now you're one of many, but you guys are shaping the future of dogs. So it's really important that we support you guys and that we cheer you guys on and that we showcase you guys. So thanks for being on our podcast for Dog of the Year and Junior Handler. It was a pleasure to have you. Yeah. Yeah. And you, well, we did have my four-year-old godson on to squeak the pig one time, but I promise you beyond that, you're our youngest guest in our history of the podcast ever. So thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to come on. And um, we wish you guys all the success in 2024. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Thank good you. job. Congratulations. Um, we got to we got to squeak the pig. All right, we always end our show with keep it quirky. So, you guys, thank you so so much for all of you who joined us all of 2023. We got through another year. We're moving into 2024. We have been doing this a lot of years now. Seems like it. All yeah. right, have a happy new year. Be super safe. And in the meantime, keep, keep it, it quirky. quirky. Bye guys. Thanks so much, Harper. 
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.